0: Friday Night Smackdown, podcast from the shadows, it's Blake, doing the damn thing, WWE, what's going on y'all, Friday Night Smackdown on Fox, emanated from Buffalo, New York last night, Uh, Crown Jewel, night before, we all know how this went, as far as all of the travel and stuff like that So I mean at this point I'm pretty sure by the time of this recording All of the WWE superstars have arrived home And that My friends is what we call optimism But all jokes to the side I really do hope that everyone That was affected with the travel issues Got all of that taken care of And uh, you know a home to their families Or to you know The next live show Whatever However it works But um Shouts to all of the guys in WWE That went over there And uh, did their thing on stage We had an excellent show Um, I'll say this And this is really just the overall Of uh, Just my take on Crown Jewel The people Over in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia Needed to understand That this is something that They are trying to really implement As a cultural gathering For everyone You know and it's, it's working because the people are getting more excited. You can see and feel the energy growing as the shows continue to go along. So show number four is in the books. Saudi Mania 5 will come soon, eventually. And um, it's, just, it's just showing the WWE Universe, in my opinion, or showing another side. Like the WWE Universe United States branch. You know, it's showing us that we don't have to complain as much because there are people over there that completely love the product for completely different reasons. And that's like a really big lesson, you know, and I think it's humbling personally. So I did enjoy the show. Uh, I want to give a wholehearted congratulations to Natalia and Lacey Evans for going in there. You know, if you've been following the podcast for some time now. Uh, I've been saying that Natty... Or not, or she, well, yeah, you know, I love Natty, you know? And Natty and Sonya Deville, you know, the mat-based technique and such like that. But we all know Natty is the teacher, you know? She she comes in and everyone goes underneath the that Natty Learning Tree to understand the fundamentals of how this works, you know, in the women's division. So, and I would even say sometimes not in the women's division. Because she can go better than, a, than some of the guys, you know? So the stories go. Uh... I can definitely appreciate uh, Natty and Lacey going in and taking full advantage of the opportunity. You know, it's not even, I mean, of course it's about them, but I think even they would agree that it's about all of the women over there that felt the inspiration and all of the good energy to, you know, like just watching the history be made, you know, looking at this progression. Like WWE has definitely uh, helped in shifting mass consciousness yet again, and it's all for the greatest good. It's for great reason, and I'm humbled just to have been able to see something in Lacey Evans and clearly see something in Natty and, you know, all of the rest of them, but Lacey and Natty were the ones that were chosen, so, I mean, just for me to have, you know, the sight to see that there is potential there, look, that's really... I don't even, I don't want credit. I don't even want to feel like, I don't, I, it's fine, you know, but I think that it was, I think it's great because again, ultimately this is about, you know, putting smiles on faces, which there were a lot in the crowd. It was a lot of inspiration. You could feel it all. And it was a very, very beautiful moment. I was uh, slightly choked up, you know, like I, 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 I wanted to, You know add personally You know but I even needed some time To just you know sit and reflect On it and you know just be Thankful for uh you know how, How like I know the product Has you know helped me grow Throughout the years of me watching So I could only imagine Just how much you know The kingdom of Saudi Arabia is Going to progress now that We have something like that You know officially happening Like shouts to WWE and the effect that they have on culture. So, um, yeah, there's that. Crown Jewel was great. Shouts to the fiend Bray Wyatt for winning the Universal Championship. Um, everybody went out there, put on a great show. Team Hogan, excuse me, Team Hogan picked up the victory over Team Flair. It a very fun match. Ali Gable you know randy like all, all of the all of the superstars that were in that match you know roman like every all 10 superstars and then you know jimmy the mouth for the south you know jimmy hart you know he was it was good it was good to see everyone just out there and making the best of what that show uh was at least touted to be initially so i did enjoy it it was a lot of fun and um yeah, that, I was really interested in seeing how Crown Jewel would affect SmackDown Live. Well, excuse me, Friday Night SmackDown. Seeing that they would be one day apart. And, it, you know, we're all necess- really accustomed to watching uh, Monday Night Raw after a pay-per-view, you know? So, this being there in Saudi Arabia's version of WrestleMania, you know, it's, it's cool to see, you know, how all of the evolution has just fallen into place. So... With that, before we get into SmackDown Live, let's run into 205. We had Isaiah Swerve Scott, and I am still a little upset. You know, I, I, I'll i take it. I'll take it. Like, all right, I went hard for Bailey. We got Bailey's theme song changed, but, you know, nothing's free. So I'll be adopting Swerve's song or his old theme in the meantime. And, you know, we'll just move forward with that as time progresses. But, um... Yeah, he got a new theme song, a little upset But I feel no different about him As an in-ring competitor, as a superstar You know, on NXT Backslash 205 Live And maybe one day when he does uh, Come up to the main roster I would love for him to get his old song back You know, the last superstar this happened to me with Was um, It was Alicia Fox <laughs> You know, so You know, I'm a little, a little, a little Frazzled, but I'm okay it's cool. I still like Swerve. I think Swerve is uh, excellent in the ring. He has great energy, you know, and as he continues to learn how to tell the stories WWE style, I'll be right there, you know, uh, watching alongside from uh, ringside or from home, however you want to call it, you know, but I definitely have a lot of faith in him. So, um, he went in there against Aria Divari. Daivari got a early, uh, early onslaught of offense. Uh, beat him up during the entrance, that's whatever, uh, eventually, I mean, they did have a good match, Swerve picks up the victory, and I believe that's uh, the fourth victory in a row for uh, for your man, so good, good on him, proud of him, and um, yeah, it, it was a little cool story, moving forward, we had, I believe, Gentleman Jack Gallagher in the ring with... Uh, Randa, what was it? Ray Jazikoff, I think that was his name, and the lovely Kayla Braxton, who was on, um, who was on ring announcing duty, which we haven't seen in a while since like the the older days of NXT when I wasn't really watching as as uh, intently as I do now, you know. But it was great to see her in there doing a the thing. I know she's done uh, either Raw or SmackDown for a while, ah, whatever. But shouts to you, KK. You know, but um, either way, um, yeah, that was, it was cool. We had Gentleman Jack getting there. I think he definitely uh, needed the win. You know, I always I, if, if 50-50 booking is going to be a thing, then we might as well learn to understand it. I'm looking from somewhat of a boss's standpoint, at least as much of a manager as I could possibly be, or trying to understand it. So it's very good for morale you know, and I think that Jack, again, needed that victory, he went in there against somebody that didn't look like he was just going to run through him, you know, it didn't look like just some regular local talent, even though it was, and yeah, he did enhance Jack Gallagher, but it did have a good match, you know, uh, what was it, Ray Jazz had a, uh, he had of uh, what is it he had a good moment of offense but he was like a shoulder tackle or a clothesline or something like that but when jack turned up you totally saw that same spark there that we know all of these WWE superstars have so jack tore through him he has this very aggressive face when he won man he uh he definitely pierced the camera you know I'll say that he has, he is, he's he has that mean streak and do not forget about it you know i think it's just uh maybe it's the gentleman gimmick, I don't know, you know, like, it's, uh, maybe it's the mustache, I'm not sure, I can't tell you that something's wrong with his character, I don't think anything is wrong with his character, but it's just, like, what, what's gonna push him to the next level, you know, that's, that's what I'm, uh, interested in, I still enjoy Jack Gallagher as a superstar, he should, he's been, he's been patient, he's been doing his thing, and, Every time he gets in the ring, usually, you know, when he puts the fun to the side, which he can have a good time with the umbrella and such like that, but when he throws that to the side and literally flips on that aggressive switch, man, look, he's, bar none, probably one of the best cruiserweights we have, or at least top-tier cruiserweight, hands down, in my opinion, you know, especially with this new slew of guys coming around, you know, but Whatever I do enjoy the gentleman gimmick though, so I wouldn't say you should change it, but maybe we could, you know, up it. I don't know. I I can't. I'll continue to think about it and uh, maybe something will come to me, and I'll ask Sasha and Bailey to, uh, you know, pass that along the chain of command. But we'll um, get into that uh, as the time progresses. Next uh, match, I believe, was the main event between Leo Rush, the excuse me, the NXT Cruiserweight Champion. And Raul Mendoza. Good match. Both quick. And that's they, they they you know Raul, it looked like Raul had the power game on a lot, you know? Like they could both do the speed, but Raul was stronger. Not definitely. And uh I mean Leo kept up, picked up the victory. It was a good match, it was a half-foot match. We respect both Leo through in the pound just to show the sportsmanship at the end. Uh, practice the form of humility, but at the same time, he's still the same old Leo Rush. Very uh very brash. Some could argue arrogant. But it's okay. I'm, I'm, i I'm I like I guess I think he should definitely keep with the humble thing, but at the same time, you know, make sure people know that he is the champ of the hour for a reason. So, shouts to you, Leo. 205 Live, all in all. Very good show. Uh, Had Phillips and Aiden on commentary. What fun. Always good to, uh, you know, have these guys get in there. Had Byron on commentary at Crown Jewel. I was personally excited. So, um, shouts to beautiful Byron. You know, I could only imagine the types of nicknames that could come out of that. But, um, yeah, uh, it was all in all good stuff good stuff all around so now getting into Friday night smackdown on Fox we had uh Brock Lesnar the new WWE champion open up the show with, of course with the pat with the advocate Paul Heyman and um yeah it was uh it was good stuff Hold on, give me But, yeah, it was good stuff with uh, with Paulie opening up the show. And, uh, you know, he cut his promo. He had his moment talking about Kane and such like that. But all in all, because we're going to try to move this podcast along. Uh, what is it? Brock is quitting Raw. Oh, excuse me. For Brock is quitting Friday SmackDown and going over to Raw. I think it's good just to, I mean, if we're switching the championships around on shows and brands, then fine. SmackDown is totally the A show. We've been saying it for years. Now it's a thing, and it's very, very cool to see how they're gonna make this shift make sense. So, um, Brock and Paul backstage, they get and they walking out, and then we have uh, Triple H, the COO, Pop, but he's not in. He's not in Triple H form. He's in Papa H form. So yeah, even though he had the suit on, he was definitely in NXT mode and it was time to take over. Flanked with HB Shizzle, the game and HBK definitely brought that NXT static to the main roster and we will get into that right now. So, Bailey, who I am just so pleased with right now and... I mean, I don't like the top five thing. I do it with the moves and such like that, but I don't like to try to differentiate superstars. I, I try to keep a top five list, but I, I appreciate all of the superstars so much that, you know, it's like, I don't want to try to play favorites, but Bailey and Sasha, man, you know, and, and I'm just so proud of Bailey and she's out there only thing i would say to bailey is just lose the sad puppy dog face like don't do like i understand the idea of trying to look dry and callous no 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 problem but the music is too cool for that and the heel character that everyone's been looking for and we've already seen bailey literally embrace greatly look she could go so hard you know and really continue to just get that new form of the character over I love the smirk at the end or the hard cam. It has nothing to do with anybody on my side. But it has everything to do with everyone watching and looking for the character development. So, it barely could go with the... I mean, just the new, the new energy and new attitude. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be dry and callous. But, I mean, like, maybe scale... If it's five points, scale that back two points and replace those two points with, like... It's one point aggression and one point you being your theme song, you know? So, uh, that, it was great. She went in there, had her matchup with Nikki Cross. I'm, wait, first of all, where's Bliss? Is Bliss okay? Somebody tell me if Bliss is okay. Is she all right? Lexa, you all right? Please reach out to Alexa Bliss to let her know that we thinking about over here in the shadows of the WWE Universe. Take nothing away from Nikki Cross, though, because... She went in there and they had a great match. You know, they did exactly what they were supposed to do as women superstars. I appreciated the match. I, I thought it was cool. Sasha interferences here and there, you know, right now I think I think Sasha's doing a great thing with uh, you know, just being at Bailey's side, doing the best friend thing and you know, just letting some of that shine rub off. Like, look, Sasha could totally be center of attention. But it's about Bailey right now. Sasha came back, we all went crazy. So she's definitely being a great sport as far as things are being scripted. And um Yeah, I like. I like a lot. I'm cool with that. Um Yeah, a lot of interference from Sasha. Nikki's uh Nikki's distracted and gets beat by Bailey with a new finishing maneuver with Bailey literally is driving her face into the mat. Good stuff. What are we calling that? Bailey the face Lee? I don't even know. I don't know. But it's it's definitely a, a hard-hitting, impactful move. And I am so happy to see uh, you know, Bailey just in this new form of herself, you know, and the cat the the, the crowd looks like they're they're enjoying it, and this is exactly what we wanted. So shouts to Bailey, shouts to Sasha, shouts to Nikki. Uh Bailey picks up the victory off of the interference from Sasha, but out of nowhere comes Shayna Baszler throwing Sasha into the post rendering her combat ineffective and then going and kicking Bailey's ass now Survivor Series is coming up I'm gonna just say it like this Bailey Sasha Pam Mercedes go over there and fuck her fuck them fuck them up there's no no question Part of my PG. But kick they asses. We don't allow that. Horsewomen. Who are the four horsewomen? I'll ask that. You let me know. Now, I don't give a good goddamn about the shit I don't watch. Now, I know the four horsewomen. But I need to know if Billy, Sasha, Charlotte, and Becky know the four horsewomen. So we're going to see how this goes. But, um, but, you know, whatever. I mean... I mean, you know, it's it Survivor Series season. It's getting a little exciting. And I personally, I don't know why. I've said it for a while now, but I have a crush on Shayna Baszler for some weird reason. So it's not like I'm just being completely biased. It was great to see her come up to the main roster. Since I've been watching NXT, I've been paying attention to uh, Baszler and uh, Jessamyn Duke and Maria Shafir. And trying to see what they have. It's very clear that Shafir and Duke are still... Uh, in in the practice mode as far as the in-ring WWE stuff goes, but it was good to see them get in there. I appreciate Triple H for, you know, putting them in there and allowing some new viewers, such as myself, to get an idea of what these superstars are uh, made of, what they're all capable of and such like that. So I was was happy with that. I thought it was cool that they uh, had the moment to have the match and such like that. In my personal opinion, uh, Shayna Baszler could definitely come on up or come on over to either raw smackdown and provide that energy that uh ronda rousey had uh exited with i mean the women's division has still been great in my opinion but there's always room for growth and i think shana Bazer would be a great addition to it in time like whenever you know that is decided on because one lesson from the show that I took away last night was, yo, with all of these amazing superstars, with all of these great matches, with as fun as this show was on the fly, we still need... Uh, like, it can't be like this every week, clearly. So this was a fun little treat, you know, but at the same time, we still have a bunch of other superstars that are in line. Like, these guys are just replacing the superstars that were, you know, still over in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, unfortunately. So it was... um. It was good stuff to see Shana come in, you know, do a thing. Bailey, Sasha, you've been briefed. You know exactly what to do, and um, like catch them niggas Wednesday. Catch them lacking. Do let them do whatever they want to do. I'm pretty sure they' gonna be ready for it or something like that. We got three weeks. The build is starting strong. Go kick their asses. Don't don't take no prisoners. Don't take that shit sitting down. They came up on our show and our house kicking in. And making a statement. So now, you got to go ahead and pass that shit right back. Because at the end of the day, we all heard... her. We all heard... I was about to say Hunter Hearst Helmsley. But we all heard Papa H call it. The shots have been fired. I don't think the the main roster with the women should just be taking a second seat to the developmental talent from inside the storyline with all due respect. But... It's all in good competition, so it's the one time of year, and this is something new. If it feels—is it going to be Raw SmackDown versus NXT? Or this is going to be a big triple threat thing. I would—I think Raw SmackDown versus NXT would be cool, but I don't know. Like, I, I, hey, I don't book the product, you know, but it definitely is uh, headed in the right direction. So, shouts to all of that! Shouts to all participants, and we will see how this continues to play out as the weeks progress. Sami Zayn backstage Talking shit with uh, Queen Catherine And uh, a Good, great, you know, you see opportunities You know what I mean? That's really all we could call it But you see the opportunities But uh, Queen Cathy backstage Doing the interview thing, shouts to you Queen Cathy And um Yeah, he's talking, oh yeah NXT superstars And he wanted them come up to me I'm gonna put him in the place, blah 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 And up comes Keith Lee And Matt Riddle great stuff i enjoyed uh you know just seeing them you know <laughs> it was just you know to build to the in ring it was fun. like i said this was a show on the fly so it was it was it, they all serve all the promos and segments served their purpose just to begin building towards survivor series it's going to be interesting to see how things continue to progress But it was good to see Keith Lee. Good to see Matt Riddle. Uh, What? Matt Riddle hit the what is it? Bro hit the bro ton or what is it? One of the moves. Bro Derek into like. there was a giant knee. That's what it was. Great knee. Great finishing maneuver, and uh, Keith Lee. Oh, Oh oh oh! Pardon me. I was basking. But, um, no, Keith Lee, man, with the the second rope moonsault, great angling. He's no small guy, so that impact was heavy. It was good stuff, you know? I think that the people are going to be very excited. The ones that don't know about the NXT superstars and might not watch the show for right now, but are totally interested in seeing the call-ups, yeah. They're going to be pleasantly surprised when these guys come on up because these are totally the superstars of tomorrow. I'll say this. It was, uh, I, I'm, it's a little bittersweet to have started watching NXT at this point for me because all of what happened last night was literally why I didn't watch NXT. Take that how you like, H. You know how I feel, man. This is, that was, it was awesome. I would have been losing my shit all the way. You know what I mean? Like, who's this? Who's this? Who is this? When are they coming up? But no, all in all, I mean, like I said, I'm just a little mad from like that immature. I like the surprise, you know what I mean? From that space. But all in all, it was definitely uh, good stuff from Keith Lee and Matt Riddle. Shouts to Sami Zayn, you know, Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn doing his thing. And um, he, he definitely was very effective. You know, I thought that was, I thought it was cool. He played a great role that time around, and um, we'll just see how days continue to progress as we move along, leading toward Survivor Series. What is it? Three weeks out. Let's go! I'm hyped. Miss TV scheduled for an appearance from the new Universal Champion, the Fiend Bray Wyatt, but because uh, I, I, you know we want to make, you know, I'll say it like this: I appreciate how they didn't necessarily really make reference. Too, too much to the travel issues with the fiend because it's like, oh, this guy is magical. You can't tell me a plane is gonna keep this guy away from the product. So, I think uh, maybe we could make reference to Saudi Arabia next time the fiend is on microphone or in the Firefly Funhouse or something like that. And it's like, well, what happened? Where, where were you, man? I, you know, just something like he was being too magical or he was redoing the belt. I don't know, something like that. But whatever, we'll, it's okay. Dean wasn't there, Bray wasn't there, okay, no problem, Miz was going to interview himself before he got started, shades of the old Miz started kicking through the door because he started talking that talk about NXT, and this brought out uh Somebody who I will definitely say has been synonymous with the NXT brand. Just because I wasn't watching the product doesn't mean I wasn't paying attention to uh, all of the comments and the fan reactions and such like that. In the great words of the Macho Man, the cream always rises to the top. I keep my head to the streets so I know the pulse. And believe me, Tommaso Ciampa has been a name. You know, along with the Alistair Blacks, along with the Johnny Gargano's, you know, along with the Matt Riddle's and the Keith Lee's that have been bubbling to the top, along with the Adam Cole and the Undisputed Era as a whole, which I will say, shouts to all four of them. I don't want to put any one of them above the next one, but what I will do is say, Fish. Fish. Pay attention to him, because he... He he's got something. You know, I feel like he's got that chip on his shoulder to not be, you know, overlooked as like just the silent fourth member that nobody cares about. And I mean, this is just me not watching. I'm pretty sure other people have been convinced a long time ago of the value he brings to that stable. But I'm saying, I'm saying it, that guy got something special. And all three of them do. I like I could I was just saying it to myself the other day when I was watching NXT. Just like the women's division, I think I could talk about the Undisputed Era all day long. So, shouts to all four of them. I enjoy, you know, their, their, their work. I could, you know, I could just tell you. I got, I think I have a little bit of sight for this sports entertainment product. So, it, it was very cool to see, uh, you know, just just these guys in general you know, do their thing, and I cannot wait for them to come up to the main roster, I've I've been looking forward to a good stable for a long time, and that is what they bring to the table, either way, Tommaso Ciampa interrupts Miz TV, or crashes Miz TV, comes around, and, um, you know, pretty much they challenge each other to a fight, I think Tommaso challenged Miz, Miz accepted, I like how Miz was uh, made to look here. I like how he, you know, he's like, right now, like, he's just respected, you know? And he's a car- he's a character in the ring that, you know, somebody at the top of, well, toward the top of the NXT ladder championship, so, uh, daddy's home with Goldie and such like that, but he's, he, whatever, we know how it works, but either way, somebody, at, you know, near the top of the NXT ladder, you know, one of the best and brightest of the WWE Performance Center, uh you know, he's going in and he's taking on somebody that could totally become, would just go back to the top slot of any one of the brands, one of the most must-see WWE superstars. Saying that he's everything wrong with Raw SmackDown right now, I mean, just because Miz never got injured doesn't mean, you know, that he, he's, something wrong with the program because of him, you know, just because you're out there breaking your neck and he isn't, I mean... Shoot, he's doing what he needs to do. I, if there's a comparison between Miz and Champa right now, they don't have a championship. But, but, Hey, hey, I'm not here to talk mean. We could all go there, but no, because this is about the respect. But it also is about Survivor Series, goddamn. And it's a great energy surrounding it. It's just a fun spirit of competition. So, Miz and Champa went in there, had a great match. You saw Champa hit hard, man. Miz was able to keep up. He was not showing any form of cowardice at all. So, I don't want to hear none of that champa picked up the victory that's fine and uh hey what's that what that i think that was 2-0 on the night or something like that but good comp good stuff i enjoyed it so um that was a great miss tv segment i think i think um i think champa you know just with the way the promo was with and just how the whole promo went between both of them it did what it was supposed to do i think that champa can cut a promo I'll say that, just paying attention to it. We didn't really care about the details of the promo because what matters is, can you sell a match? I was interested in the match at the stare down, you know? So, it that was good. And, like I said, shouts to Miz being the consummate professional that he always is. Two-time dad. So, yeah, man, that was a good segment. All right. Now, we were supposed to have a six-woman tag. It's going to be Nikki Cross, Dana Brooke, and uh, pardon me, it was Nikki Cross, Dana Brooke, and Carmella taking on Bailey uh, along with Fire and Desire? I was excited for that. I thought it was really cool. I was gonna get to see all of them, but Nikki Cross got a women's championship opportunity, and then we just moved that to a tag team match to continue to fill up the show. No problem. No problem at all. Um, Fire and Desire came out. I like their little little entrance. It's, it's all right, you know. I, I like it. It's a little cute, you know. Uh, the little mixing and matching of the songs. Oh, man, look, they gave me Bailey's theme song. They gave me bit. They, they, they gave us because it's, it's not about me. They gave us the new heel persona of Bailey. So you don't ask for too much. They gave us a heel Finn Finn Balor character, which I compared to Goku coming back. To, you know, save the day Uh, If you're into Dragon Ball Z I I, I can't complain (laughs) You know, I cannot complain Therefore, I will not complain Uh, So they're in the ring Fire and desire Waiting for Carmella and Dana Brooke to come on out Mella's music hits first And what do we got? Backstage B Bianca Belair is whooping on uh Carmella and Dana Brooke. You see Carmella was just laid out. She was cooking Dana Brooks ass. Dana, what the hell? You know what we will say though? Third element of being able to really look good getting your ass kicked. Beautiful. Great stuff. You know, I'm still just very high on Dana. I want I want her to continue having her opportunities and that was one of those different ones. Don't want to get too imbalanced, you know. Throughout the time with her, just continuing to get her ass kicked. But, I mean, they know about—they know more about her offensive capabilities than I do. So, um, it was good stuff from Dana. It's fun to, uh, you know, see B getting out there and doing a thing. You know, looking real aggressive with those punches that she was throwing. So I was—I was pleased, you know, to see that happen. And this turns into a tag team uh, matchup between Tegan Knox and Rhea Ripley taking on fire and desire uh, look Tegan is up there we all know I'm um, I'm still learning all of the characters so we just going week by week uh, uh, Tegan is uh, Tegan is well well respected Uh on the NXT roster, and the people over at Full Sail, they can't get enough of her when she does come out, so shouts to Tegan, and Dakota Kai also, I think both of them are like the Bailey twins or something like that, but whatever, um, and Rhea Ripley, aka Not Charlotte, that's what I was calling her from uh, the May Young Classic 2, it was, uh, I-, I mean, after we got the little fun jokes out of the system, you know, and we want to pay attention to the superstar as an individual, man, Rhea Ripley's next, man. Honestly, I think the way they, they're moving it is Rhea Ripley's going to be the one to be able to dethrone Shayna Baszler. If not, I'm not mad, but, um, yeah, Rhea looked great in there, you know, just just, she has a different energy, she's strong, she has an excellent look, you know, she's, uh, She's everything that we're looking for in a women's superstar. So, once the time does present itself for Rhea to come on over to the main roster or represent the NXT women's division as champion, if that was to happen, hey, I wouldn't be upset with it at all. Um, I think she has a lot of progression in her voice. So, as her promos continue to get better, I'm pretty sure everyone else. Will continue to see or just know that everything I'm talking about when it comes to this is spot the fuck on part of my PG. But yeah, shouts to Ripley and Tegan Knox. They went in there, beat fire and desire. What is that? That inverted clover leaf that uh, Ripley does. She had it on Mandy, and it's like, yeah, Mandy, you strong and all. <laughs> but Ripley is raw power in itself, just pure. You know, in its purest form As a women's superstar So, good stuff to Ripley and Tegan Great stuff to Sonia Sonia got some good hits in Don't, let's go baby Don't think I forgot We love Sonia Deville over here I wanna say lose the flag I'm not gonna go hard on it Because I respect the representation On the television But, man It's like that shit just throws off So much of the the mystique and the power, like they got you on divas on TV, kissing girls. What more do you want? You know what I mean, but you're not asking for too much if you're just, you know, if you're out there with the flag. Like I'm not against it, you know. I just, you know, it's just the aesthetics and man, maybe maybe weighing you down a little bit. Like look at Bailey right now. Like she got rid of the Bailey Buddies and then what? You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure she still might be. You know what? Pam might be hugging people, but Bailey ain't right now. So, how we doing this, Sonya? You, you know what I mean? You, you using, you got the little ankle weight with the little flag. And, I mean, that's just that's just talk. I don't even mind me. But, hey, you know, that's whatever. But, all in all, like I said, all four of them, they went in there and they did, they did real well. You know, so it was a good match, a good segment. And we're going to get into this next one. Ooh had uh the main event coming up next but it was great build toward it had daniel bryan backstage with uh triple h and Shawn michaels man the stare down between triple h and db was excellent i don't know i wasn't even around for their rivalry for their feud the entire yes movement the Mania thing i was not present for i only heard about it so to you know to see you know and feel that tension that was still there i tell you i like a great standoff i like a great stare down those two they definitely had it and and h just never loses that energy man maybe it's from the childhood you know but there it's there man h he just he just got like a aura to him man and hb shizzle it's the, what is it, this is the second time, he, he's good at teasing it, I don't know if that's written in for him or whatever, but this time around, it's like, oh, nah, you know who's gonna fight you, because you don't want to fight me, yeah, good job, Triple H, good job, like, you don't want to fight me, but you know who you can fight, Hey, got HBK taking his vest off, getting ready, <laughs> oh my god, it was just great, you know, like, it's like, oh, of oh, me, no, 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 it's just, it's just hot. <laughs> I was such a fuck Oh, you silly. Oh, dude, that was good. I I enjoyed that part. <laughs> you know, like, it's just like, man, I'm not about to fall for this again, but it definitely looked like he was getting ready for a fight. Oh, God, triple, eventually. Shawn Michaels and Daniel Bryan. I don't know if the people were ready for that yet. You know, but, um, it was, it was nice <laughs> You know, like, got me laughing I'm still laughing about it, just thinking about Just the whole sequence of that That shit was great Um, but no, A well, Papa H said uh, Oh, champion And Adam Cole, Bebe comes Walking up and You know, they set up the match For the NXT championship for the main event This puts the NXT title on another level It evens out NXT as not just a you know not just a developmental brand, they are an actual brand. And like I've been saying for pretty much a year now, you're not getting called up to run SmackDown, you're getting called over. You got the Saiyan yellow in the middle, you got that God on the left, and then you got the Zuba Saiyan God on the right with being SmackDown Live on Fridays. Great stuff. And um, they got into their match. Excellent match Both of them went in there And they just threw 100% at each other And I don't even I wouldn't even really say it was 100% Because you know they could have went harder than that But they definitely gave everybody Their money's worth That came out to watch that in attendance Us sitting at home Wholeheartedly enjoyed it I loved all of the camera angles I loved the match flow I loved how it all went You know just so went Didn't expect DB to win If he did I would have went crazy Like we all have it would have uh, definitely put smackdown directly above uh nxt after all of that but no it's fine uh after that we had triple h come out talk is talk nxt has officially fired the first shot like y'all not just gonna talk about us like that and think we not gonna come through and show y'all exactly how we give it up i, I enjoyed watching how the nxt product was able to translate their match skills to the main roster top of the performance center man the best of the brightest tomorrow superstars. I'm, I'm humbled to be able to, you know, be a part of, you know, the audience uh, watching, you know, like just, just in my small way helping out with, the way I can with, you know, doing this and this ain't shit, you know. So um, it, it was good. Gr- it was good stuff. Um, small takeaways from the show. Uh, Phillips on commentary with Nene. I'm, 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 I like commentary, I like mainly everyone on commentary, I I try to, you know, I try to laugh along, and, uh, I know what's good, and I know what's not good, I don't necessarily say what's not good, because you barely catch it, (laughs) either way, um, and I see past, you know, silly, simple mistakes, like, it doesn't even matter, like, mishaps with the wordings, or whatever, you know, like, these guys are going through a lot, and dealing with a lot with them headsets on, believe you, me, so, um, It was cool. Uh, Had Aiden out there first. And then moved over to Pat McAfee. McAfee, is you ready? Because, good lord. Uh, I mean, I don't know how many people enjoyed the commentary. But what I can say as somewhat of an optimist. You know, and a loyalist to the product and program. uh, There's potential there for a highly entertaining commentator in the future. I was totally going to not be with this until Triple H gave him the two-sweet. I, I I was definitely still trying to be optimistic. I wasn't trying to you know, sound hey, like the complete opposite. I was making my small jokes here and there like, you know, if we needed somebody here on commentary we'd have, we could have got Nigel. But, maybe Nigel is in the UK. Maybe he's in Saudi Arabia. Nigel, you okay? You good, man? Good lord. But, all in all, McAfee getting out there. It was some spots where it was like, oh, man, yo, you know, he, yeah, whatever. You know, he's, he's he is a guest on the show. You know, it's said NXT takeover. Fine. Uh, I would have loved Nigel on commentary with Phillips and Nene. That would have been a very fun dynamic to, to listen to. But ultimately, McAfee did fine. I don't not against them. I'm not I'm not gonna say I'm not for him you know like i he's not on commentary on nXt if y'all want to give him the opportunity I'm pretty sure you know I'm pretty sure he'll get it and he'll knock it out the park like he attempted to last night because that was the one takeaway I did get from him on commentary he was doing his very best and and the moments he did have it's like you know. With some practice, he could actually be very, very good. And that's just me from the armchair quarterbacking. (laughs) You know, so don't take my shit too too seriously. So shouts to Pat McAfee, getting in there, doing his goddamn thing. And, um, yeah, it was really all good. NXT definitely slotted the same level as SmackDown Live. Last week, the ratings wasn't crazy great, but only because of the channel change. Network shift briefly. Oh, the alternative, the other guys beat a SmackDown in the ratings. Oh, we made sure that shit wasn't about to happen again this week. Shout out to everybody to bring you the podcast section each and every week. I'm going to catch you guys uh, for Monday Night Raw sometime next week. So, till then, be responsible with your power, ladies and gentlemen. NXT, NXT, NXT. And uh, um, SmackDown is the A-show. Fiend is your champion. Ray, be careful out there, man. Don't, don't, you just watch your back. Because the beast is looming. And, uh, yeah, I'll see y'all then. Thank you, WWE, for a cool week of television. A lot of fun stuff this week. And I hope that everyone uh, gets home safely so we can get right back to this programming. And build toward one of the biggest pay-per-views a year. The one night a year. But (laughs) now we got to figure out if we going up against NXT. Or if we are just going to have a giant triple threat. Uh, You know, how are we doing this? So, yep. I'll catch you guys later, man. Peace.